0: Hello and welcome to the New Books Network, the African American Studies channel. I'm your host, James Stansel, and today I had the great pleasure of talking with Steve Aldis from the UK, and he wrote the book The World of Shaft, a complete guide to the novels, comic strip, film, and television series by McFarlane Press. If you know anything about Shaft from the 1970s, you know, the Isaac Hayes soundtrack or any of the many action-adventure series that... Um, Have have come since then and and kind of taken Shaft as an inspiration. Um, You know, Richard Roundtree was the character in in the movie, the original movie. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson in the the 2000 remake. This is a a great book. Um, It's all about the Shaft movies, the original novels, the television series, everything about it. And Steve is, you know, a banker by profession, and he was, you know, really a big fan of Shaft, and he took it upon himself to write a book about all things Shaft, since there wasn't one out there. I think that's awesome, and that's great, and it shows you all who are listening that we can all do something similar. You know, you have a passion project, you want to be a writer or a researcher or historian, you can do so. So take a listen to this interview I have with Steve Aldis. I think you're going to enjoy it, and the book is The World of Shaft, A Complete Guide to the Novels, Comic, Strip, Film and television series and it's by McFarland Press. Listen and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the New Books Network. I'm your host, James Stansel, the host of the African American Studies channel. And it's my great pleasure to uh, welcome author Steve Aldous. He's from across the pond, as they say, in the UK. And we're going to be talking with him today about his book, The World of Shaft, a complete guide to novels, comic strips, Films and television series, and this book is published by our friends at the Macfarlane Press. Steve, how are you doing today?
1: I'm great, thanks, James.
0: Good. Yourself? Oh, I'm doing very well, very well. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. When I found your book, I was like, man, this is awesome. I'm I'm a big fan of the 1970s black action cinema. And I was really excited to uh, get you on the show and, and speak with our audience. So thank you so much for taking the time, Steve. And I guess we should thank your son, too, as well, right?
1: Yeah, so he connected us up. Yes, we <laughs> <laughs> <it's, it's>, <laughs> first go on Skype, so this it, will be, uh, be interesting. <laughs> right,
0: yes, Yeah. So yeah. first go on Skype. So, so thank you, Junior Outers, for uh, getting Dad going. <laughs> <laughs> That's David, yeah. Oh, David. Thank you, David, for getting your dad on. So before we get going, talking about your, your book, The World of Shaft, which is available for Macfarlane Press. You can, you know, get it on Amazon or any number of uh, online uh, booksellers. Let's talk about you a little bit, Steve. You're, you're sure. not, you're not in the academy. You're in the, you're in the banking industry. No,
1: I'm in the banking industry. Yes, for my sins. <laughs> uh, yes. So uh, I've worked for, uh, well, it's Lloyd's Bank. Uh, okay. I work for now. Um, I've worked there for 38 years wow. now. It's uh, coming up in July anyway. So a long time uh, since 1979, in fact. Um, when they started with the Halifax Building Society, as it was then uh, and yeah so it 's a long long career through through uh, through banking yeah really
0: wow so you uh, you 've been a lifelong uh fan of, of crime fiction and cinema and uh, and apparently a big fan of shaft, right, which brings you to this book <laughs> it's, it's,
1: exactly yeah i mean i was uh, I got into shaft in the well pretty much it was a TV series actually right. uh, okay. that I first saw Shaft uh, obviously I was aware of the theme song but I wasn't old enough to see the film you see because the film came out in 71 right uh, and I was only well 10 or 11 by that at that stage so I couldn't get in Um okay. but so it, that, when the TV series came on I was that's what really got me hooked on to Shaft initially mm-hmm. and then I got through it the, from there I went on to the books and then finally caught up with the films. so oh, it was the, okay. sort of the wrong way around really yeah.
0: Well you know wrong way around you know for some, but maybe not for others, because a lot of people don't realize that there's novels, a comic strip, you know television, and all these different aspects to shaft and, yeah. and, and you hit them all in your book, totally the world of shaft <laughs> yes, exactly
1: yeah, yeah, i mean it covers all uh, all those areas, so the novels obviously there were seven novels in the seventies mm-hmm. uh well Ernest Turdiman, there was the uh well I found out there was a comic strip. Due to be well, he tried to launch a comic strip in mm-hmm. America, and his tied in in the seventy-two, seventy-three, uh, but it never got taken up. Okay, uh, um, but that I hadn't been aware of that before. I don't think it was really well known before I did no. the book, no. so it was, that was one of the new things that came out of the research I did.
0: Absolutely, and you know, in some, particularly in today's world, they aren't aware of like the sequels to Shaft, you know, like Shaft in Africa, and you know, Shaft yeah, and, and Just the Big Score, right.
1: And of course, there was the re, the, the reboot in two thousand with Samuel Jackson as well.
0: Right, right. Yeah. And and so you know, Shaft has a, a, a deep history, a you know a rich a rich history. And there have been many uh, you know movies over the years or television shows that you know kind of use that Shaft ideal or that black action cinema or black exploitation genre or ideal you know to to, to fuel uh, their characters or the series. You know, we talked a little bit offline about the uh, recent Luke Cage. Uh, Marvel series yeah. on Netflix.
1: Yeah, which I've got to catch yet. So, uh, <laughs> I'm
0: looking
1: forward to seeing that. Yes, a few recommendation there. So, yeah, I mean, obviously that's uh, harks back to to that time, doesn't it? Really, in terms of what they're trying to do there. Yeah. So, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I would refer you to my review. Um, I, I'll send it to you, but I, I, I wrote yeah. a review for the first season on um, on Entertainment Fuse. Um, so, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll share that with you offline. But you know, maybe you should see it first before you read my review. My review may ruin it a little bit <laughs> um, for you. But um, yeah, it certainly is a good series. And yeah, and Luke, Luke Cage came out of that 1970s you know black action genre. So there's there's many similarities. And you know, also there's the Black Dynamite, which was a uh, uh, yes, you know, a, a film and eventually a, a cartoon series that has many similarities as well. Yeah, definitely.
1: And it really did was sort of uh satire in a way, wasn't it, of the, right. the black exploitation genre. Uh but it was very funny. It was very well done.
0: <laughs> it was. And I'ma get you sucker, which was a little older, I think that was nineties. Yeah. You know, there was uh a, a shaft type character, Richard Roundtree was supposed to appear. He didn't, so they created Slade right. instead of uh Shaft, but it was basically the same.
1: <laughs> same, just by a different name. Just by
0: a different name and uh and uh and a different actor. Um, so we're here with the uh... the author of the World of Shaft: A Complete Guide to Novels, Comic Strip, Films, and Television Series. Shut your mouth!
1: <laughs> we're talking about Shaft. I suggested that as a title at one stage, but uh, they weren't having it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your publishers they were, they weren't, no, weren't going to go for that. Went. And that's something that we've talked about with some of the authors here too, Steve. That. You know, in terms of the covers of books and the titles and stuff, a lot of people don't realize the, th- the authors don't have you know 100 percent say so when it comes to those kinds of things. <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm pleased with the cover they did. Obviously, they used the poster from Shakespeare's score for, right. for the cover of this, but uh, yeah, so I was really pleased with the, the way it turned out, actually.
0: Right. Yes. And if you haven't seen the cover, you can you can look at it on our our New Books Network page, or you can go to McFarlane Press, or um, you can click on the links that we have. Uh, for this podcast, and you can see the cover is a very beautiful cover. Like Steve said, it's from um, the sequel to Shaft, Shaft's Big Score, 1972, and it's a, it's a great cover. I mean, you know, Shaft is every bit of James Bond and every other, you know, what's the uh, <laughs> what's the guy now? The uh, the Matt Damon guy? The uh, oh,
1: Jason Bourne. Uh, you're right,
0: yeah, Jason Bourne, and any of those kind of heroes that you're thinking? Shaft, Shaft was those, was those heroes, you know, in the 70s, and you know. And you know uh, maybe we'll get another Shaft remake soon. I mean, but you know if we don't, oh well, yeah,
1: there is one in the works apparently. Oh uh, really? Right, yeah, okay. there's a, a new line. are doing it. Um, a producer called John Davis, uh, and I think Tim Story is oh, okay. yeah, um, going to direct.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: But there's there's been a bit of um, controversy over it though because there was some news leaked out that going to have a bit of a comedic bent to it, and oh. uh, I know David Walker, who's obviously been uh sort of keeper of the keys, if you like, of the, of the new yeah. <laughs> books and stuff, uh, he was very displeased about that and put an open letter into to new Line to say uh, treat it with respect, type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, there is a there is some a new film coming.
0: Okay, well that, that's that's well you made some news for me definitely during this podcast because right. I was not aware of that. That's awesome. That's I'm a yeah. big Shaft fan as well, so that's that's great to hear. And you mentioned yeah. David David F. Walker, Steve, and you know, she she was, yeah, yeah, he wrote the Ford for your book. He did.
1: Yes, he did. Yeah. I got, well, David got in contact with me uh, when I'd done an article um, for a blog uh, called The Rap Sheet. I don't know if you've heard of that. Okay, uh, Jeff okay. Kingston Pierce. Uh, it's, it's a good, really good site for, mm-hmm. for people in crime fiction. Uh, and I did an article on there. Um, well, I did two articles, actually. The first one I did was uh, he, did, he had a, a regular piece around books that, you know, sort of forgotten books, if you like. So I did one mm-hmm. on Shaft among the Jews, which was the second of the Shaft right. books, uh, and then a couple of years later, I did a, a, a more broader piece about the book I was writing, obviously because I was just starting to do the research for this piece. Mm-hmm. And there've been a lot of rumours around that uh, Ernest Tiedemann didn't write all of the Shaft books. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got ghostwriters in, um, so and uh, actually discovered that he did have four ghost. Sorry, four of the books were ghost-written, mm-hmm. but three of them were. Originals. Uh, so I found that out like, through the research. So that was one of the, the sort of maybe like um, motivations for doing for doing the research and then onto the book, really.
0: Wow, that's yes, that's really interesting. You know, and it's interesting you bring that up too, Steve. Because many people don't realize that these big time authors, <laughs> yeah, they have you know once they get big, they hire like teams of writers. You know, uh, right. And they just kind of you know edit the uh, you know what was there. Uh, the yeah, final, that's, that's what happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so he, he, with the, the the first three he wrote, uh, Tideman wrote, but the last four were written by right. either Philip Brock or um, Robert Turner. But right. um, well, they were from obviously Tiedemann's outlines and sure. and Tiedemann did the final edits and everything before they got published. So
0: yeah. yeah. So you know when you when you're looking at a, a work, well, you know I don't want to name any specific authors out there, though I do know of some. But you know you never know if they're writing. <laughs> after they get big, if they're still writing those books that you that you love or you know are there dedicated fans or or writers who are kind of using their style um uh, you know uh, to to do that so you know that's just yeah. I did not know that about uh, Ernest right, so you can yeah. just, you made some more news for me there Steve thank you for <laughs> just you just informing me um you know through the interview here you know one of the things i like to talk about Steve and you know, we're here with Steve Aldus his, his book is The World of Shaft complete guide to the novels comic strip films and television series the iconic um, film of the 1970s uh, shaft you know one of the early black action or black cinema um, movies and that's what steve's book is about um, but you know one of the things I, I like to discuss with the authors on, on, on the podcast is you know what methods um, did you undertake You know, for your research to write the book, and and how long? You know, how long did it take? So people can kind of understand, you know, how long the process you know takes to write a book like this.
1: Yeah, well, it took me uh, two or three years Mm -hmm. in in total, really, Um, because obviously it's it's not my day job, isn't writing. So uh, I had to do it in the evenings and weekends, you know, Mm -hmm. as I'm not working. So, um, but I'd always been interested in in Shaft from when I bought the books when I was in my teens, really. Right. and um, it was was recently I got to rereading them and I thought oh, it'd be really interesting to read you know if there's anything around the history of Shaft and all that sort of stuff,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but I couldn't find anybody who'd written any books about it. <laughs> uh, so like, with James Bond, there's loads of stuff, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and James Bond books. You know, falling off library shelves everywhere. <laughs> uh, there's, but there's nothing about shafts, so I thought, well, I'll, I'll have a go myself then. Uh, so um, what I did is started doing some research, mainly on the internet initially. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just to look around, seeing what I could find old articles. You know, from Google when they had the articles archive mm-hmm. uh, as available before it was withdrawn. Uh, I used to get a lot of old newspaper articles in there and magazine articles, etc. And then uh, I managed to find that. Um, Ernest Tidyman's papers were stored at the University of Wyoming at the American wow. Heritage Center. Uh, so that was really the big the big piece, really, finding that, because of then, uh, getting hold of... And, this, and there's loads of stuff there. There's about 180 crates of records. Wow. There. Yeah, he's, he kept a lot of records. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the, 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 obviously the difficulty for me then was obviously that's in Wyoming, which is obviously over there in the States, and now I'm in Bury, Lancashire, which is nowhere near Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, it was a case of right. How do I get access to this now and and uh, really start to do my research? Really, so um, I got in touch with them, uh, got an inventory of what there was in there.
0: Okay. I managed,
1: I managed to hone it down to specific pieces that would relate to the, the shaft uh, books, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I hired a researcher uh, called Patty Hessler
0: over there okay. uh,
1: who helped me with the research. So actually, I would direct her into sort of things that I wanted to look at, and mm-hmm. she'd. Uh, Providing with um, a bit more information, or copies of, of letters, or memos, or scripts, or you know, whatever it may be. Um, so that was really um, that really was how it took off. So over a period of about a year of research of all the, all Tadiman's papers, I came up with the you know the sort of framework really for, for doing this book. So that was so I then you know honed on the idea of doing it from his point of view, if you like, because everything that obviously when they in his papers is pretty much from his point of view. Sure. So sure. Um, so it was really, as the creator of the character. Uh, it was I thought it'd be really good to present um, the world of Shaft as, as Ernest Tiedemann saw it, really.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. so that's, that's awesome, and I certainly appreciate your, your effort and of your researcher. And I think the world yeah. <laughs> the world will as as well. And you know we're here with Steve Aldis, the author of the World of Shaft we're on the New Books Network, the African American Studies Channel. I'm your host, James Stansel. The World of Shaft. A complete guide to the novels, comic strip films, and television series and this book is published by McFarlane press. It's widely available. You can click right through um, from our, our new books network page and you can you can pick it up and I highly recommend it if you're into Luke Cage or you know any of your black action heroes or really you know beyond black or African American if you like you know born the born ultimatum, the born series or You know, Jack Ryan or any of those kind of James Bond, any of those kind of adventure action, um, you know, type characters. I mean, you'll find all that and more in Shaft. And and Steve has done a great job kind of cataloging those things through his research um, for you. Uh, So thank you for that, Steve. And, you know, I thank you again for taking the time to speak with us from the U.K. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, you know, let's get into it. And you you just told us a little bit about your process. It took, uh, you know, several years for you to – you know, uh, do the work at you know, the, the papers at the University of Wyoming. You hired a, a researcher. And this was kind of a passion project for you because you had that, that interest. And, you know, I really like yeah. the fact that you took it upon yourself. No one else had done it. So you wanted <laughs> yeah. to do it. I mean, I yeah, think that's, they- <laughs> that's awesome. More people should do stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I mean it's, it, it was a labour of love, really. I mean, because I've been interested in the character, as I say. I mean, I, I got into the books in about. Well, I started. as I said, I really started with the TV series, and right, that got me into right. the books. I didn't realise like yourself. I didn't realise there were some books uh, about the character until I went to my local W. H. Smiths in Bolton <laughs> uh, and saw a Shaft book on the on the uh, paperback on the paperback shelves. You know, there, uh, so I bought it. Um, and I found that actually the character in the books was very different to the character on the TV series because the TV series was obviously quite um, what they called watered down because yeah. obviously you couldn't put sh- the shaft of the films and books on TV <laughs> in the <laughs> no, 1970s. No, no. You can now but you couldn't do then which was a shame really but uh, so the, the character got a little bit watered down and a little bit uh, blander on, on TV but um, but the books really opened, opened up the character for me and uh, well, it was Shaft Has a Ball was the one that I bought first of all and then obviously I bought the previous books mm-hmm. before um, and caught up with them and then the, the subsequent releases as they came out up to the last Shaft in 1977 well, when it came out over here in Paperback right. it was 75 when it was published in Hardback. Um, so over a period of sort of and that was I was still at school then, obviously at, uh, at uh, senior school, and so the books were the first adult books I really read, to be honest. Uh, and that's probably oh, wow. one that's that probably the main appeal that they had at the time, obviously, because uh, you know it's uh, it, the first experience of those that sort of writing, really, uh, and crime novels as well. So um, yeah, so going back to the seventies was uh, where it was where my interest first was, was fueled, really, and then I caught up with the film probably when it first was shot on TV uh, mm-hmm. in the UK, which will have probably been mid, mid to late 70s. Cause okay. the, it's not like today where films are out on DVD, Blu-ray, right, right, and on right. TV within three months. It, it used to be five years you had to wait <laughs> <laughs> to see it again if you didn't see it at the, at the cinema, you know, um, or on re-releases, you know. Oh, uh, right. So, yeah, so, catch it the, so the film was the last thing I caught upon in terms of, of the, so I went through the TV series and the books and the films. Uh, so, which is the wrong way around in terms of, of how you would normally do it. But uh, that's where I got to it. through.
0: That sounds good to me. And you know, I think it's great that, you know, as a young man, you got into reading, you know, yeah. adult books this way. I mean, you know, and I wish more younger um, people would do that. I mean, you know, I got into, for me, it was more science fiction, alien kind of stuff. that yeah. got yeah. me into, you know, uh, reading. And, you know, you may remember this. You know, I was big into the, I still am, Doctor Who but when I was really oh, younger, yeah, yeah. yeah, the Tomorrow People, you know, I was really big yeah. into, you know, that which is a UK show about, you know, teens. I was really big into that's that. Right. And, uh, and, you know, and that piqued my interest to go in and read some other things. So young people who are listening, I mean, you can be like myself or Steve, you know, find something that you really like and, and you know, kind of get into it. If you don't really like reading, find a subject that's really interesting to you and it may change your world, change your views about, you know, reading and, and getting into, uh, you know, reading more uh, longer pieces, you know, books,
1: novels, and so on. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I remember those, just, just, just a few I'm a big fan of, and uh, the Tomorrow People, I do remember it, when it was on TV, it was ITV over here in, right, right. And, uh uh and yeah, they used to jaunt, was it jaunting, these Yeah, that's between, it. <laughs> uh, so they got to different places wasn't like, it like it's like a teleport thing wasn't it and,
0: right yeah. over here i saw it on um it was a few years you know later because you know they had to import it over here but it was on Nickelodeon the children's channel at the time oh yeah so it was early 80s so it was like 3 or 4 years lag you know between um what you got over there and over here doctor who came a little more quickly maybe 2 or 3 uh, sometimes maybe a year difference, but you know yeah. a couple years. But yeah, it's the same thing. So just like you were, you were getting our Shaft, I was getting
1: uh,
0: <laughs> I was getting Doctor Who and uh, in return, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it, it certainly um, uh, worked both ways. Uh, so you know, we can get into your book a little bit. Um, yeah, sure. You know, in terms of specifics, I mean, you, you start out, you know, explaining Shaft, you know, the genesis of Shaft, and then you and then yep. you get into. You know each of the you know the things you you know get into you explain all the novels, uh, the strip, right. you know the the movies, you know the you know all the different movies. You know the third one, Shaft in Africa, people are, <laughs> often aren't as, yeah. as familiar with, and the television series, which I think was what ran what one season maybe.
1: Yeah, it was a rotating uh, with with rotating with uh, the the sorry CBS movie of the week and right. uh, James Stewart's Hawkins series. Right. Um, so it was on every three, four weeks. Um, so it wasn't every week it was on, which is a bit. You know, that's the way they did things in, like similar to the mystery movie format in a way. Right. Um, so it was t- there were TV movies, so they were about an hour and a quarter in length in terms of running time without commercials. So yeah.
0: And you know, you ha- I, to my knowledge, I haven't seen them rebroadcast or seen, you know seen since. I don't know if they're available on DVD.
1: Yeah, they are. You can get okay, them on through, uh, Warner Archive on uh, on demand. Oh, okay yeah so the all seven are on there
0: yeah. well like you said it's not quite the same as uh, the movies or <laughs> no
1: not quite the same there's there's elements of it that were were the same were were good but uh, yeah it was a little bit it suffered from tv plots and uh, and obviously you know they couldn't have the the levels of uh, sex and violence that the books had and stuff like that so all the all the films either
0: but you but as you mentioned earlier you could definitely do it now
1: yeah, yeah, definitely now. Yeah, I mean you look at things like the Wire and stuff like that. You know uh, those sort of series where, you, uh, you know, they're very, you know, close to the bone out in terms of uh, portrayal of uh, life on the streets, etc. Right.
0: Because you uh, have those cable channels and, and Netflix. right?
1: Yeah, we get all that stuff over here. We got channels. Yeah, loads of channels now. Yeah, and, uh, you know, so we do things with Sky and uh, Amazon have this Fire Stick now that we can get series on and stuff like that. So yeah, you get all sorts of choice now.
0: Right. Absolutely. And you don't have to follow those same broadcast standards, you know, like the over the air no. television, you know, but like you say, even still, even the stuff that's on regular television now is nothing compared to, you know, the 70s stuff was nothing compared to what you could see now on television. Yeah, you know, exactly. On regular yeah. over the air broadcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just the ideal of having a, you know, a, a, a black character like Shaft, uh, you know. On television then, or you know, even in the movies and stuff, it was it was a very yeah. different kind of thing then from that time period.
1: Well, it was. I think uh, Richard Raines' uh, Shaft, I think, was the first male lead um, role on the TV series as, as well. I've heard that anyway, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, and I don't think there was anything before it, uh, even though it followed on from the films, if you like. But it was mm-hmm. still a breakthrough for TV as well. And then there was another series, or another, yeah, another series called Tenorfly, which came on about mm-hmm. a year later. Uh, that was part of the mystery movie series, but uh, but yeah, I think Shaft was the, was the first one.
0: And if, and if it wasn't the first, it certainly was one of the first. <laughs> yeah. So either, yeah, certainly. One. Yeah, either way, it was it was groundbreaking. You know, I was just thinking now. I don't know if you have it over there, but uh, uh, the Kiefer Sutherland Se- Kiefer Sutherland series Twenty Four. They now have yeah. a new version called Twenty Four Legacy, which has a black right. character in the lead role. And again, it makes me think a lot of this, you know, action adventure hero type person, you know, Mm -hmm. that, you know, the you know black action star, like, you know, a a shaft. Yeah. Um, You know, so again, and, you know, we talked a little bit earlier offline about the Black Panther movie that's coming out. Yeah. And, um, you know, he made his appearance in the, uh, not, I'm sorry, not the, I mentioned to you Avengers, but it wasn't Avengers. It was in the Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Which was really kind of like an Avengers movie with all the characters in it.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's very commonplace now, isn't it, uh, for, for, for black heroes now, uh, which, as they say at the time, it wasn't really, and uh, which is why Shaft was such an important thing, really. I mean, we got it, I mean, over here, there's uh, Luther, with the Idris Elba. That right, was, was right, popular, right. That was a more psychological type of uh, series, but it was, uh, that was very popular. Uh, that's a recent one that's been popular here. I don't right. know if you had it over there or not, but...
0: We, we, we do. We have a channel here called yeah. BBC America. Yeah and um, it's not I don't think it's really affiliated with the BBC but they call it BBC America and we do get some that's where Doctor Who comes on. Oh here. right yeah yeah um, and so Luther appears up there on, on occasion and then you can also get it on Netflix here yeah but Idris Elba's popular here for being in these uh, romantic <laughs> movies. Yeah he's done all sorts of stuff hasn't he? I mean, yeah, he was in the wire as yeah. well wasn't he? and uh, yeah, yeah he's, he
1: mooted for James Bond hasn't he recently as well right, is, uh, right. you know, so he's, he's become very popular in the last sort of four or five years, really. Yeah, he did the Wire here as
0: well, if I'm not. Yeah, right, that's it. Yeah, with the American accent. So yeah, he's. I mean, he's like a heartthrob here for all the all the ladies. You right. Know? <laughs> yeah, so they know him him yeah. well. But is well, that I think there was there was some.
1: Um, I think I saw something on uh, Facebook some, oh, somewhere about some Valentine's Day thing where one of the <laughs> one of the. Uh, one of the um, Prizes was to have dinner out with Idris Elba, so <laughs> maybe they should have gone in for that. <laughs> right.
0: Well, next time we're going to set it up for you know Steve Aldis. You know it's going to be Valentine's Day. Yeah, be nice. <laughs> the, the, the Shaft Scholar, um, Steve Aldous. I, th- I think you know you you probably be a better choice than Idris Elba. You know. I, oh. <laughs> you know. You know. Maybe, maybe so. But it's interesting you mentioned about the James Bond piece because you know over here we view the UK as being a bit more progressive. In terms of those kind of things, in the United yeah. States, but even um, you know the popularity of of, of uh, Idris Elba across the pond here and over there, you know, people still have some reluctance, you know, with na- making him a, a James Bond, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a funny one, isn't it? Because uh, you know, there's the diversity and all that. mean, mean have seen it with the comic books, haven't you, right. recently, where there's been, a, you know, the, the, the willingness to sort of you know uh, test it out a bit, I suppose. Um and there's certain but it's, it's almost like certain things are still quite taboo in that respect i mean james Bond who was written as a as a obviously as a white English guy wasn't he and uh you know so you know you could argue either way, I suppose should we be more diverse thinking in terms of uh, you know casting black actors or you know not being too narrow in our thinking or sure. do we stay do we stay to the writer's original vision um right. You, you couldn't imagine a, a white actor playing Shaft, for example. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> so, you know, it's, you could see arguments both ways, I suppose.
0: Right. And right now there's, um, you know, a, a small bit of controversy because Marvel has the Iron, Iron Fist series, which is, yeah. the, is the comic in the comics he was the partner of Luke Cage, whom we talked about earlier in relation to Shaft. And that character has always been uh, a white male. You know, a yeah. white male that is a master of the martial arts. So a lot of you know, there are people here saying, Hey, you know, why not cast an Asian actor, you know, in, mm. in, in that role? Um yeah, yeah. you know, but the response from the character's creators and, you know, you know, very similar to what you just said, you know, maybe stay true to the author's intentions. Yeah. You know, even though it was from a different time period, maybe stay true to the author's intentions. You know, I, I don't really have a dog in that fight. I was just glad to get some of these characters on the screen. <laughs>
1: yeah, yes, right, yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. Well, they did
1: originally with the, the Equalizer, didn't they, with Denzel right. Washington, uh, where it was originally Edward Woodward, wasn't it, in the series? Correct, right. series, yeah, yeah.
0: A, a Brit as well, so they really went. Yeah. <laughs> They really went a different du- direction, you know, yeah. there. Well, but I really yeah, enjoyed that. It was a great film. I was going to yeah. tell you, yeah. If you haven't seen that one, it was <laughs> Yeah, no, was They good. did a great job yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they made him like an American CIA operative. So, I mean, that kind of made sense, you yeah. know, in, in that regard. So, I guess, you know, you know could we have a white shaft, Steve? You know, I, you know, I don't know. I think people <laughs> would be upset, but, you know. Yeah. I guess because you have a plethora already of white characters like that, you know, maybe yeah. it's not quite, this, you know, the, the same. Um, you know, you don't have as many of the black action adventure characters. So maybe that's part of what the argument is, you know.
1: Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. You're
0: right. The same with the Asian male lead, you know, yeah. and uh, Ghost in the Shell, which is a, you know, popular, yeah. you know, Asian series. They have a white actor playing the um, uh, the Asian female lead there, um, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, there's a, some, some concerns there. But, you know, that's a that's a conversation for another day you know we yeah. you and i can't solve it right here <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> but we we're talking about shaft yes that's right <laughs> yeah and, and and everybody can dig it right so the <laughs> the world of shaft is book i'm here with steve Aldis, a complete guide to the novels comic strips films and television series and this is a great book and if you're into film studies and you know uh you know cataloging of literature you know there's books out there you know, like Steve said about James Bond and, you know, uh, other different characters and, you know, in the mythology, Doctor Who and so on and so forth. You know, uh, I'm trying to think, what's his name? Savage? Uh, there's a, oh, yeah. Doc uh, Savage, is that what it's called? Savage, that's a, yeah. Right. Dwayne um, yeah. Johnson is going to be playing that character pretty soon. Oh, right. Yeah. And so there's books about Doc Savage and, you know, Flash Gordon and all, you know, those those kind of characters. Steve went out there. There was there was nothing out there about his character, a book about his yep. favorite character, Shaft. So he wrote this book about it. And, and, you know, it's great. It's published by McFarlane Press. And, um, you know, Steve is a veteran. I guess we could call it that of the banking industry. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. Veterans probably the <laughs> to word, Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's, uh, you know, lives in uh, Barrie, Lancashire in the UK. And so if he sounds a little different than my 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 southern sound, that would be why. <laughs> yeah,
1: I've got the Lancashire accent.
0: <laughs> I'm going to connect you with some of my other authors that uh, I've talked to from uh, the UK. I, you know, uh, it's interesting that you know I've had several that have written books about uh, American topics, and you would be the, the most recent in that line.
1: Yeah, I suppose. I mean, American TV, it was obviously, as I say, going back to the 70s when I got into this stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a diet of American TV, really, to be honest. I mean, there's uh, a lot of the series came over here. Uh, I mean, we only had three channels in those days. Uh, the BBC, right. one BBC, two and ITV, and that was it. <laughs> there wasn't like the of channels there now. And uh, so, there wasn't too much... Uh, Choice in terms of homemade stuff, sure, um, sure, sure. And so we got a lot of the American American crime series, westerns, and all that sort of stuff.
0: Uh, so I loved them all,
1: yeah. Uh, and the Shaft was, as I say, one of my favorites. So yeah.
0: And it's interesting now because you have so much stuff from the UK coming over and being remade or you know reimagined and, and, and imported. You know, it's just interesting. To come, you know, from the '70s. You know, like you said, most of your stuff was you know yeah. was coming from here, and now it's, it's vice versa you know Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh,
1: interesting, isn't it that um, you know some of the, the old series are still uh, as popular today as they were? then really. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have Thunderbirds. The uh, Marionette show is on uh, Amazon.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was a big
0: fan of Thunderbirds. In the, I had all the models
1: and everything. You know, in the sixties uh, when I was uh, a young kid, um, Thunderbird one model, Thunderbird two model, oh, and all yeah. that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I loved them.
0: So, should we expect the Thunderbirds book next from you, Steve?
1: <laughs> no, I think somebody's already been there with that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, I, I guess that, you know, I can ask you that. You know, do you have any other projects on the horizon right now? I know you, you, you mentioned that you wrote some magazine stuff on Shaft, and you've done this book on Shaft. Anything yeah, else out there, you're thinking about doing. Well, I've, I've been
1: writing for about five years now, probably. I mean, I, through my life, I've done different things in, as a mm. hobbies, if you like, and uh, from sport to to music. Played in a band for seventeen years. Oh, wow. Um, and then, yeah. So, till you know, most of those things have run the course, and this was yeah, so. It was only really about five or six years ago that I really got into writing, really. Um, you know, it's properly writing. That is, you know. So I started off. I did a novel first of all. Oh. Uh, it's not been published yet, but oh. uh, <laughs> it's it's still there. I'm still edi- editing it. You know, I'm on about the 15th edit now. Um, but uh, yeah, it's called Poison Veins, which is sort of based on a Shaft-like character in Manchester. Oh, okay. um, so I'm hoping that uh, you know one day that will uh, see the light of day. Uh, so I'm still, you know, every so often I'll go back and tinker with that. Um, but as it was the first thing I ever wrote obviously I'm finding loads of faults with it now as I go back through it and you end up perfecting perfecting don't you um, then I did loads of short stories um, so I entered competitions with short stories uh, and I got shortlisted short two or three times uh, one was published in a sort of world reader book that was uh, produced um, and yeah and the latest thing I tried to do a, a TV script um, ah. which I'm going to send off to the BBC writers room Um which is a, it's a comedy, a half-hour comedy sort of thing really, based on the haulage industry. But so we'll see if that <laughs> and it gets into work. Uh, yeah, so those are the sort of things I've been doing. And then the other thing I have quite fancy doing actually, again on the Shaft theme is, because um, in 2021, it'll mm-hmm. be 50 years fifty years since the Shaft film came out. So I was thinking it would be good to expand some research into the making of the, of the original Shaft film. Okay. And maybe Maybe do something on that. Um, you know, specifically, uh, which would I mean doing a lot more research than, you know, there's, I found uh, people like Golden Parks and Slyphan mm-hmm. St- who were involved in the films, uh, their papers are stored now so getting re- access to research papers is, is uh, quite easy these days, so. The uh, internet. <laughs> yeah, the internet is digital. Cool. Oh, yeah, exactly, you know, I mean, you know, that, it, that's where the big difference came really, I suppose. Um, it was interesting that, because yeah, with the internet, it was uh, cause with the Shaft books, when I originally bought them, I missed out on one, which was Shaft's Carnival of Killers, mm-hmm. which uh, only had a very short publication in the UK, and so I somehow missed it when it came out, uh, and never had a copy of it until, obviously, uh, it was about 98, I think it was, when I uh, started getting access to the internet, and then started to look at, you know, for, searching for titles, uh, I managed to get a copy um, of it. Probably, what was it, twenty odd years after mm-hmm. it was published? You know, to read it for the first time. So that was really great uh, how, right. the, how the internet connected, connected a bit to that. So, um, you know, that was um, yeah. So that sh- that showed you know how you, the world can be made a lot more small, and you can get a lot more access to stuff. And and as the internet's grown and become you know more sophisticated. Uh, you know, getting access to things like like I've done to do this book was uh, was a godsend, really. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. And you know, if you get that novel published, uh, hopefully you'll come back and see me, Steve. I definitely yeah, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want I want to see your version of Shaft as well. I bet it'll be pretty cool as a as a student of you know every all things Shaft. I bet it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's a he's a black detective again in similar sort of vein, really. Uh, yeah. Obviously inspired by Shaft, but in a different setting and a different time. Obviously a up, up to date time. So, um, yeah, it's, it'll be yeah, hopefully one day. You know, it'll see the light of day.
0: Yeah. Well, and when it makes it to film, I want I want a cameo in the film. All right, just you know.
1: Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I can be like there. Stan Lee. I
0: can just kind of you know show up in the in in, in the film.
1: Yeah. It's a security
0: guard or whatever. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Well, that, that's awesome, man. You know, yeah, wow. It's hard to believe fifty years later, right? Yeah, that's only four years from now.
1: Only four years from now, yeah. So that, so I'm giving myself plenty of notice, real. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: so yeah, I mean, that, that I think that'll be a, a, an ideal time to sort of commemorate it. I suppose you know, to, you know, an ideal way to commemorate it would be to sort of write about how it all started. I suppose. I mean, this is, this book obviously does that in a, a broader sense. Right. Uh, the whole of the you know. Because as I said, the, the biggest thing I was really interested in with Shaft was obviously I came to the films last, so mm. uh, in effect it was a, the CBC who's got me hooked on it, and then the books were really what uh, mm. what, I, what I liked. I mean, the, the, the character in the books is so much has so much more depth than, than on screen because you can get all the background and uh, yes. you know of uh, you know how the how the character developed, you know, from his foster upbringing in Harlem through to his uh, going into the uh, Vietnam War and all this sort of stuff which uh, actually David Walker touches on in his, his first comic book that he's done with Dynamite mm-hmm. um, which, is, which is available you know, complicated man uh, where he actually does a prequel to the first book um, oh, wow. so it's, it's like an ori- what you call an origin story in, in mm-hmm. terminology I suppose so it shows how Shaft became a private detective
0: And it's do- uh, Dynamite
1: Yeah, Dynamite Entertainment are the uh, publishers. Uh, So David's done um, a couple of comic books, series for them, uh, and uh, a novel as well. So he's written a new Shaft novel uh, called Shaft's Revenge, uh, which is Mm -hmm. definitely worth seeking out if if, if you're interested in that stuff.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's that's a great reference there because um, after folk go out and read the world of Shaft, they may want to, you know, get into some of the yeah, the, the current stuff that's out there, and then you, of course, in your second edition of this book, Steve, you're gonna have to add all those things. <laughs> add well, all those absolutely. Things yeah, in. I mean,
1: yeah, because when I, I finished the book just before um, the comic book series came out, so I got in touch with David, and he gave me a few, you know. So there's an epilogue in this book about, you know, right. how David's taking the sort of literary character on, really. Um, and he gave me some of the plot details that he was working on for the uh, for the novel and, and comic book series. Um, so I included them as a sort of epilogue for mm-hmm. the, the book yeah, you know, just to say there's more shaft to come. So yeah, it's almost prefacing my second edition <laughs> in a uh, few time with the, all those added bits in. Yeah, I like but, uh,
0: it. That, that that sounds great. And we're here with the, uh, the author, of The World of Shaft, A Complete Guide to the Novels, comic Strip, Films, and Television Series. This is his book published by McFarlane Press. And thank you so much for taking time with us today, Steve, all the way over yep. there from the, the U- U.K. Um, any last thoughts or, or comments you want to share with the audience? You know, you've got a novel that's hopefully going to be coming out, your own Shaft-style novel. And the 50th yeah. anniversary is coming soon, so we should look out for some some new Shaft content from you, right? Anything else you want to share with the audience?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the the new Shaft content. I mean, obviously, watch out for the new film. I mean, hopefully, they will do it justice, uh, and you know, be true to the character that uh, Ernest Tideman created, which would be good. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so I think that's those are the main things, really. Yeah. Alright.
0: Awesome. Well, thank thank your son David again, Steve, for me.
1: Yeah, I will. Well,
0: <laughs> for getting us connected on Skype. I really enjoyed, you know, talking with you. And, you know, the book is The World of Shaft. And, and you know, guys, if you're interested in, you know, action, adventure, or if you're a scholar of film, you know, or, or Shaft or black action or, you know, black heroes in general, you definitely want to check out um, Steve's book here. And it's published by McFarlane Press. And, you know, it's, it's a great book. You know, it's, it's, it's priced for general audiences. And you know, it's easily accessible. You can click right through um, you know, from to the Amazon or, you know, some of the other book uh, sellers right from our new books network page. And so, you know, we're gonna close out here. Thank you so much, Steve, for for spending time with us all the way from the UK. And hopefully, uh if and if folk are interested in learning more about Shaft or, or, or and contacting you directly, they can go yeah. to your web page or
1: I got a web page, I've got a Facebook page. There's a I've started a World of Shaft Facebook page as well. Excellent. So um, yeah, you can get me on there
0: all right, so world of shaft Facebook page. you can go to Steve's website. You can contact him directly. he would you know love to have, to hear from you, you know, answer any questions that that you have. I can tell you and talk with him, he's a cool guy, very open. <laughs> he'd love to talk <laughs> with you, right yeah, definitely yeah, absolutely. And so we'll close out here. This is James Stasel on the New Books Network. Thank you so much for listening to the African American Studies channel today. With uh, the world of Shaft, the author, Steve Aldis. So, Steve, say goodbye to the audience for me. Goodbye, everybody, and thanks for listening. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time on the African American Studies channel of the New Books Network. Peace and love. okay we're back here on the new books network the african-american studies channel i'm your host james stancil and i just finished up the interview with steve aldis he's a great guy shout out to dave aldis for getting your dad set up on skype so he can have that interview and again y'all i can't tell you how much i enjoyed uh, talking with steve and and you know the book you know i've always been a, a fan of black action heroes you know the 70s black exploitation stuff and this is a great book it documents You know, all aspects of of Shaft up through um, modern times. The 50th anniversary of Shaft is going to be coming up here in four years, as Steve mentioned. So I have a feeling you're going to get a movie and, you know, a new movie. As he also mentioned, it's going to be a lot more new stuff with Shaft that's going to be coming out over the next few years. But you can start with this book, The World of Shaft by Steve Aldis. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the interview and we'll see you and hear you next time. On the New Books Network, the African American Studies Channel, I'm your host, James Stansel. Peace and love.